Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, cult of personality. I'm Max Nolan Young, a jelly-filled donut filled with black-eyed peas. And I'm Tim, and that makes me want to cry. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite a jelly-filled donut at that point, Max, some would say. Yeah, some would say. Well, it's got jelly and black-eyed peas, I would say. Let's go with that. Before we get too far along with turn into assholes and doing nothing. Welcome back to the podcast, Max Nolan Young. Yay, it's me. Insert clap sounds here. Yes. Uh, Tommy's too busy. Uh, He is getting tested for having a big dick and great personality, and something's going to tell me those are going to come up positive. Well, only one. everyone knows that only one of those things can come up positive at any given person. (laughs) That's true. Which one would you choose? And I know which one I want. Are we doing a Are we doing a b- 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 bonus round this early a in the episode? A bumpy bonus round. Bumpy bonus round. Bumpy based bonus round. <laughs> I'm taking good personality. I'm also taking good personality. Well, Marcus, you guys ever seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Nope. Doesn't apply to this well, situation here, listen, at all. Listen, listen, nope. Please let nope. Me continue. No, because <laughs> the answer is no. In Avatar: The Last Airbender, there's a chosen one every once in a while <laughs> that has you. master of all four elements. <laughs> what I'm saying is. <laughs> I, too, would probably take great personality. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, for a second there, I thought you were going on this track of just saying that, like, you, out of every single person in the whole universe, in the whole right. world, you would be the one person to have a great personality and a massive chunker. Yeah. Well, like, that's that's the reality of the situation. But, like, in the fiction of this question, I would take great personality. Oh, okay. Okay. Mark, so let's start you think you have question? a good personality? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Tim, why don't you take us yeah, to our first uh, mission? Yeah, okay, so this one comes from at Daniel Lawrence Works 2, and it is. So the premise of this question is that it's a bunch of Nickelodeon characters. Hmm. They're going on a heist, and it's split into like two separate questions. The first one is, which of these characters would blow the cover of the group first? Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents. Patrick Starr from SpongeBob or Sheen from Jimmy Neutron. Okay. Each of these characters is an attention-grabbing, mindless idiot. Yes. However, the loudest one of these probably Cosmo. Like probably right. Cosmo, right? Because he's yeah. got magic. Yeah. I think I think uh Cosmo definitely fits that stereotype better than all like better than all of them. I think and I just want this point to be made just real quick. I think that Patrick Starr is, is the least of those three. I agree. As far with as this. attention grabbing goes. And idiot, yes. Yes. Um but, but from, I think no, that he from he, that he, argument, I would say that Patrick is the most likely to do something on accident. Yes. Yes, he, I'd agree. He is an idiot who will uh step through the laser grid and say, Oh, did I do something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's definitely that brand of idiot, but he's also my favorite brand of idiot. Which is um, what I like to call couch sensei, uh, which is like if you have a problem and you don't know who to go to, you go to your resident couch sensei and like ask them to pause whatever anime they're watching, whatever video game they're playing, and ask them to give you advice. And they give you shitty advice, but you take it anyway. Marcus, am I your couch sensei? Yes, you're my couch sensei. It's <laughs> a long way of getting to the fact that Tim is a couch sensei. Marcus, honestly, I'm honored. So we're we're agreed that it's uh, Cosmo. I feel like Sheen is like Sheen is close, but I don't yeah. know if Sheen has like the amount of. I think yeah. I think we're uh, Max. Do you have a dissenting opinion? Because I am of Cosmo mind too. Absolutely not. I am. I've been a Cosmo 
start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> you've been a thing. born of Cosmo. Cosmo, I don't think Cosmo puts up any pretenses, you know? Like, he, he knows he's dumb and incapable, but he's dedicated to trying his best, and that's, I think, my second favorite kind of idiot. Yeah, I agree. All right, second question. Which character gets the heist back on track? You know, fixes the problem of the blown cover and uh, gets out with the goods. Sandy Cheeks, SpongeBob, again. Megan from Drake and Josh. Or Danny Phantom. So I'm going to go ahead and rule out Danny Phantom because he's a leading man. Leading men don't fix things. They just make them worse. Exactly. Okay, okay. Now that's 100% fair. However, all Danny would have to do would be to go ghost and then just fly in and get the shit and get out. He can't keep solving his problems by going ghost and he knows yeah. that. But that's, that's how he that's how he solves all of his problems. That's no, the only listen, way to solve problems. That's that's how Danny Phantom solves all the problems that he causes. Danny Phantom has a hero syndrome. Danny Phantom creates problems that only he can solve by going ghost and then fixing them. And then expecting, like, everybody in the world uh, is going to praise him for undoing his own fuck-up. Okay, just because the whole premise of the show is that Danny accidentally fixed his parents' ghost portal, and then ghosts specifically keep coming through that specific ghost portal, and he's the only one who can actually do it because he's the one that got turned into a ghost from that, doesn't mean that he has a hero syndrome. I think it does, and I want to explore this real quick. Okay. I've never understood, like, don't get me I love Danny Phantom. It's a good show. But I've never understood why Danny can't just tell his parents, hey... Your ghost machine works and it's pumping out ghosts. You should stop. Because, like, his parents know that ghosts are out there. They just don't The know problem that... is that he's also a ghost. Yeah, but, like, and, if they cut the machine they off. Would not, but they wouldn't accept him. They wouldn't accept him. Well, he doesn't have to tell his parents that he's a ghost. But how else would he know that the ghost machine works if he's. And how else would he know that ghosts have been coming through and he hasn't told him up until this point? Well, no, I'm just saying that, like, he. I don't know. He can just say, like, oh, I wandered down there, saw a ghost come out. Because, like, everybody in Amity Park, like, at a certain point in the series, everybody in Amity Park knows that ghosts are in the town. And so he's aware of ghost existence, just like everybody else is. But if he just says, hey, I saw a ghost come through the portal, I think that this is where they're coming from. Bada bing, bada boom. Then, then he wouldn't be. Uh, then he wouldn't get to be the hero. Exactly, Tim. That's what I'm saying. He has hero syndrome. He's not cutting off. He says, he says, the problems are bad, but the thing that's causing these problems is actually very good <laughs> that's danny phantom <laughs> fuck you dude fuck you dude this is fucking okay. ridiculous okay anyway, let's move back to back the central conceit we're ruling danny phantom out it is up to sandy cheeks and megan from drake and josh to get this heist back on track okay let's let's make a let's make a feat list real quick sandy cheeks knows karate megan can flip people over her body super easy sandy's sandy super smart too. Yeah. Megan is adequately, like, not super genius on the same level as Sandy she's Cheeks, conniving, but up though. there. I, yeah, I also think she's more conniving than Sandy. But, what but I, don't think, I don't think that gives Megan any weight in the fixing things category. I don't think I it think does that, at all. I think Sandy is a dedicated repairer of fuck-ups. Yeah, that's Because true. she spends all her time with SpongeBob and Patrick, who are inherently fuck-ups. Yeah. And so she spends all of her time fixing what they have fucked up. Megan in Drake and Josh is not trying to fix the fucked up things that Drake and Josh fuck up. She fucks she's up just, even more. She's just an extra chaos character. That's yeah. true. She's a wild card. That's true. Honestly, I don't have an argument for this at all. I agree with it yeah. 100%. I think Sandy Cheeks is easy clap. Those cheeks just clapped. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Um, 
Also, I want to touch on something else. Max, your mic cut out a little bit, and it sounded like you said Drake and Joss. And what would a, what would an episode of Drake and Joss Whedon be like? Who's Joss Whedon? Um, Joss Whedon uh, is the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and <laughs> Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. He also wrote several of the Marvel movies, I believe. Oh. I think, uh, yeah, it would be definitely different. I feel like a lot of it would be Drake trying to tell Joss Whedon to... Uh, put a really handsome man character in there. Yeah. And Joss Whedon would be like, no, I have to do women, but only women that I think are sexy. And then Drake is sold at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and Drake's yeah. like, sexy women? All right, because there's no counterbalance of Josh. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. And then Megan shows up and says, you boobs, and leaves. And that's <laughs> yeah. why Megan is a bad choice for fixing things. <laughs> that's fair. That's also why there's a... Uh, no, I wouldn't watch that show. Not Drake and Joss Whedon. I wouldn't be into that. I mean, I'd have to watch an episode because it's Drake and Joss Whedon. Well, yeah, like it's at a least good, one. Like, the name is a good enough goof to, you know, merit one episode. Because it would be Drake and Joss, parentheses, Whedon. Whedon, yeah. <laughs> So that we would know. <laughs> Max? Max? Yes? Do you have something for us? No, but Marcus does. I sure do. Like I said, Bompy's out there um, getting tested for having a great personality and fat dick. So in the meantime, I'm in charge of Reddit. <gasps> That's right. And uh, I got a little Reddit for you. A little something to think about. This question comes from us from the Who Would Rin subreddit on Reddit. And it's been posted by user Dryfuck. Samson. Thank you, Dryfuck Samson. Thank and the question Dryfuck Samson. Thank you, Dryfuck Samson. And the question is, a silverback gorilla has mastered every form of martial arts. What is the strongest creature in the animal kingdom that he can defeat? Man. Yeah, I was like, man. I definitely agree, man. Uh also uh lions. Um most and big bears. Cats. See, that's the and that's and that's the thing, because I wanted to put a round two on this. I'm very glad that we're all in consensus that the gorilla with martial arts knowledge pretty much dominates, right? Like, yeah. I don't think they, there's a fair fight in the also, animal kingdom. Also, uh, gorillas already beat bears. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Absolutely not. That's true. Really, Marcus? Hold on. Let's delve into this. Uh, un Unskilled, unpowered gorilla versus a bear? Yes. Gorilla wins. No. Silverback gorilla wins. No. What are you talking about? Silverback absolutely wins. No. It has fists it can punch. Yeah. Yeah, bears can do that too with claws. No, well, see, here's the thing. Gorillas have reach. Yeah, but bears are like what? Gorillas are agile, Marcus. Gorillas are gonna get like gorillas don't understand that like they need to stay out of the reach of like bears. They're gonna go in and rush, and the bear's gonna chop them up with his big long slicer. Have you ever seen gorillas fight, Marcus? Yeah, a fucking bear sees a gorilla and it fucking shits and dies immediately <laughs> because it's never seen a gorilla before. No, yeah, I I agree are you that kidding? like I agree the gorillas are definitely like have a stronger will, but if they're both bloodlusted, bear 100% definitely not, bear. dude. Totally not. Gorillas win every time. No, you guys obviously don't know as much bear facts as I do. Anyway, so. uh let's take a vote on this really quick. Uh all in favor of bears winning? Aye. Aye. Wait. Am not. Am not is what I should say. Ooh. <laughs> All in favor of gorillas winning. I. I am. Ooh. All right. Well, you guys can have your little dinky opinions, but I know I'm right. Anyway, anyway round two. A gorilla with martial arts. Mastery of martial arts. Who is the strongest character that they could win six out of ten? Sandy Cheeks. Let's put that out there first of all. Okay. I mean, that's, I think. Well, got to set the bar the somewhere. Uh, Sandy also is a master of karate. But Sandy's much smaller than Gorilla. Yeah. Uh, well, size equalized, I think it'd be a pretty fair fight. Oh. Size equalized, I think Silverback Gorilla with Master of Martial Arts uh, yeah. is a Master of Martial Arts destroy Sandy. Because, like, I mean, Sandy, don't get me wrong, Sandy's not a weak character. Because Sandy does have a black belt in karate. 
Right. But this is a master of martial arts bear. Like I he think knows it like it would be a very respectful fight though. Oh well, yeah, for Marks, sure. Marks, I want to correct you there. It's not a bear, it is a gorilla. Yes. Right, sorry. Gorilla. If it was a bear, then like there was nobody who could defeat him. But, anyway. Yeah, the the gorilla a gorilla who's a master of mis- mixed martial arts, I think, is gonna destroy uh Sandy. So we gotta we gotta we gotta look a little higher. Okay. Who's um, up next on the chopping block? Squidward. Sandy outranked Squidward. Come on. Okay. That's very true. I think a silverback gorilla who's mastered every form of martial arts is essentially just Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so shit, I think you know, that's kind of fair, actually. Let me throw I this at you. I think the gorilla could beat Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I'm the gonna, Joker. I'm going to say this. A silverback gorilla who is a master of all mixed martial arts is essentially Batman unlocked, like Super Saiyan Batman. And the reason why is because this gorilla has no morality. Like, <laughs> he is so morally ambiguous that he's not restrained by the chains that Batman locks Hold on a second. I will say, Bruce Wayne is insanely rich. This gorilla only has, as far as we know, its fists. None of the gadgets and shit. Yeah, but, like, his fist should be registered as, like, each finger should be registered as a deadly weapon. Okay, sure. However, uh, Batman does, in fact, have, like, batarangs, the, that big cape. Batman has a car, bat, Batmobile. Batman has a lot of shit that he gets mm. with his big, bountiful monies. Speaking of shit, the gorilla can throw its own feces. Yeah. That's also, true. gorilla skin is so thick, he can just probably catch a batarang out of the air like it's nothing. And eat it because he's so hungry. Okay, he could, but also he could get smoked out by Batman's smoke bombs. Oh, shit. The yeah. gorilla and Batman are getting high? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus round. Who would have a better time high? The Silverback Gorilla or Batman? Silverback Gorilla. Yeah, Batman's too high strong, dude. He would, like, lose his mind if he even even sniffed a J. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fair. Um, also, I'm from the 1970s, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys want to go sniff a J in the back? <laughs> <laughs> sniff a J. This is the dangers of marijuana, kids. Don't do drugs. Okay, so we do think that the Silverback Gorilla will beat Batman. No, I definitely don't agree with that. That's a 66% success rate. And we're looking against you, Tim. And that's like, that'll pass Senate. So let's move on to something. Who who stronger could he get, Marks? See, that's... That's the problem with setting Batman as a metric because it's just so like divisive of a topic of how strong Batman is. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, yeah. you know, Batman beat Superman once. Once. At least. So you're saying this fucking gorilla could beat Superman? No, I'm saying at that... least once. I'm, say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that uh, Batman. I think that Batman wins against Supes one out of ten times. Apparently, but this gorilla fucking stomps Batman like at least six seven, out of ten. Yeah, at least six out of ten. Yeah, six out of ten for sure. And that's what we were looking for for a success rate. So we're going to say that Batman, are you guys going to say that Batman is the strongest the gorilla could go? I think so. I think so too. Because like, I started thinking about like Jedi, but I don't know if no, a Jedi stronger I than do. Batman. And I don't want to get into that. A Jedi is not stronger than Batman. I mean, Jedis have magical power, so they're innately going to be able to beat the Silverback Gorilla. Between their magic powers and literally a laser sword, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to do it. Well, now hold on, because that, that opens up a whole new can of worms, Max. Do you think, do you guys think that like telekinesis is a form of martial arts? Because if so... Okay. I don't. I don't think so. Can you get your black belt on telekinesis? No. <laughs> telekinesis is not a form of martial arts. Fine. Fuck you guys. I mean, if it was, I think the Gorilla would stand a fighting chance until it interacted with the lightsabers, and then it would be gorilla okay but also if you were going to say if you were going to put this in the universe of star wars and say the gorilla while since it's a master of every form of martial arts he'll be a master of the force and the lightsaber arts 
So it would beat every single Jedi. Oh, fuck. A gorilla with the force and a lightsaber? <laughs> this is a whole new however, thing. However, that this is just... that's fake. It's not real. And see, here's the other thing, too. A Jedi would definitely fall to... Or a, a, a gorilla with force powers would definitely fall to the dark side because they have no moral code. So that's like, true. A, a, imagine Darth Sidious sitting Hold there on a the second. Senate. Just because they have no moral code does not mean that they are just innately evil. They're more of a true neutral. Yeah, but the, that's the thing about the dark side is that the 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 dark side doesn't. You don't have to be innately. You never evil. heard of the gray side, bro? Okay, is this some like extended universe book shit? Yeah, gray side isn't canon. Hey, fuck off. Okay, yeah, because like in the movies they straight up say like, oh yeah, yeah if you're not, uh, in if the you're movies, not... uh, I'm Marcus. I've seen the Star Wars movies one time. Yeah, like recently, so I would know. Yeah, I've seen the uh, Star Wars <laughs> movies recently, as in within the past two years. Well, like uh, Ben Kenobi and Yoda both say that like if you're not fully committed to the good side of the Force, then you're going to start on a path that leads right to the dark side, and that's exactly where Gorilla would be. But Marcus, that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that the Sith Gorilla is still going to be power, more powerful than any of the other Jedi. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that the like the dark side of the Force... Your moral compass doesn't matter, because here we're talking about just raw power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though, dude, is that like, since he doesn't have a moral compass, he's going to be on the dark side of the Force, and the dark side of the Force is just inherently stronger than the, 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 the good side. Like They straight up talk about it's that all the time. It's not necessarily like... This, the opposite of the dark side is not the good side. It's the light side. One is not necessarily yeah, inherently good or evil. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, the light side of the force. Dark side stronger than light side. There we go. Yeah. Only the Sith deal in absolutes. Yep. Well, <laughs> Sith me up, baby. <laughs> hey, call me a mixed martial arts master gorilla because I must be a Sith Lord. Are Max? we done with this one? I think we got it. I think, I think we did it. <laughs> hold on, hold I don't, I don't know if we answered the question. But Is this comedy we that we're doing? <laughs> you got something for us, Max? Yes, I do, Tim. Hell. Before we recorded today, I asked both Tim and Marcus to give me two random characters without giving them any context. And this is the bit that I have because of this. Tony the Tiger and Austin Powers have just stolen the Duchess's priceless heirloom tomato, and it is up to Wayne Campbell from Wayne's World and the Iron Giant to apprehend them. Oh, no. Can they do it? How do Tony and Austin evade them? <laughs> okay. So are we to assume that Iron Giant and Wayne Campbell are both, like, deputized? Like, they're both recognized by the government of off as officers of the law? Yes. Okay. That I think that kind of swings my way of thinking into the favor of Iron Giant and Wayne Campbell. Really? Because my main thing was, like, once Iron Giant starts stomping around, he's probably going to get attacked by the government again. So right. now that he's a pig, I really don't see Tony the Tiger and Austin Powers pulling this one off. But you it's know? Austin Powers, dude. It is Austin Powers. Yeah, he's an international spy of mystery, man. And also a, a fucking tiger. All he has all the tiger has to do is like eat the tomato. <laughs> I don't think that that's the point, Max. What's no? It, you have to. They have to sell. They're they're looking to fence the tomato for uh, well, let's say five hundred point three billion dollars. Well, he Fuck. could eat it, and then you said five hundred point three billion dollars. Yes, with a B. Why five hundred and then point three? That's I'm how much the the airline. That's how much. Worth. Yeah, that's how much the tomato's worth. Holy shit. Listen, Winky, if you know more about the heirloom tomato market than me, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> right now. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I'm saying like he could eat it whole, right? And then just poop it out later no, on. No, that's not how digestion no, works. No, that's not, not how down. vegetables <laughs> not work or fruits. Wait, is this like an actual tomato? Yes. 
It's an heirloom tomato. So it's not an heirloom that happens to be in the shape of a tomato. No. No, it is an heirloom tomato. Hold on a second. The seeds second. of it. Okay. Wait. Tim is literally Are you Googling about to Google what an heirloom tomato, tomato is. Just so he has a point of reference. Like, he doesn't know what a fucking tomato is. I know what a tomato is. <laughs> I just don't know what an heirloom tomato is, okay? Are they different kinds of tomatoes? Yeah, it's just like a different... It's like, you know, you got like grape, cherry, heirloom. Heirloom tomatoes are come from seeds that were really, really old once, and they make a really unique kind of tomato. I didn't know that. That's why they're called that. Yeah. I just yeah. want to see a picture of a full heirloom tomato. They're, they, a lot of them look very different ways. What the fuck? I know. These that's why it's 500... That's why it's $500.3 billion. It's also the queens, or rather the duchesses, whichever one I said. Also, if we're going to continue this bit, then Tim, you have to talk in the microphone. <laughs> I'm talking into the mic. I'm done. <laughs> anyway, okay. So- okay. Here's this. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Okay. If you just need the seeds, all they have to do to steal that fucking heirloom tomato is fucking go in there, cut a little hole in there, pick out the seed, and just fucking put that tomato back and just turn it around. No, that's. I feel like this isn't in the spirit of the question, though. Definitely isn't the spirit of the question. I think. Well, Max is the arbiter. Max. I, I think I'll allow it because we have the Iron Giant, who is uh quite powerful in his ability to find things and his giantude yeah and And, you know being big in this and also what with him having wayne from wayne's world yeah we haven't talked about how wayne from wayne's world is going to impact the iron giants he will get performance i I don't know what wayne does this is what happens wayne is going to introduce the iron giant into a bunch of like metal bands okay and that is just going to get the iron giant like super loosened up wayne campbell is playing support right now okay and like he's introducing the iron giant to like all of these bands and in- new ways of thinking you know mm-hmm. and he's going to essentially like radicalize the iron giant and show him like you don't got to play by the rules you know like look at van halen look at you know kiss look at def leppard yeah these are bands that were like revolutionary for their time you could do this with your police work and then the iron giant fucking kills tony the tiger and austin powers whoa Whoa, then he goes then he goes to jail that's murder marcus that's murder name a jail in the country that can hold the iron giant they dismantle the iron giant to be fair he can reassemble tim that's part of the whole movie that is part of the whole movie shit uh they dismantle him and also who's gonna arrest the iron giant he's a pig now he can't be arrested that's okay, true. this is what happens. The absolute worst that happens to him, he gets put on paid administrative leave. Okay, this is under the is- assumption that the he actually catches Tony the Tiger yeah. and Austin Powers. Here's what happens. This is what happens, okay? Uh, Austin Powers, he's the one that goes in, gets yeah. those heirloom tomato seeds, comes back out, gets them in a little tube, gives them to Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger eats the tube, goes, sprints directly to the London Zoo, disguises himself in there with the tigers lives with those tigers for a hot second waits for shit to cool down and then he calls in his contacts has them come to the zoo after all this time he's already pooped out the seeds the tube the tube with seeds in it gives them to his contact they pawn him off he gets his cut he leaves the zoo okay i could definitely see that that would be the case for tony the tiger yeah what's 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 the iron giant gonna do he's gonna go in there and 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 kill an enclosure full of tigers and and endangered species i don't know probably i mean like like i said he's radicalized now like he's fucking crazy (laughs) that's fair he might just nuke all london who's to say max let's let's get you in on this (laughs) (laughs) where are you at with this where are you at with iron giant nuking london Okay, hold on. Uh, with the Let's Iron take a Giant nuking London, I, I think that I mean I think that that's a terrifying uh, aspect. I think that's a terrifying idea, but real, yes. No, I don't. I think don't think so. I do think that. I think that the Iron Giant um, still would have a moral compass because you have to think 
about his growth in the Iron Giant film. He goes from being radicalized killer to being soft basically a hooker with a heart of gold except not the hooker part yeah uh, so, so just, a robot with a heart of gold <laughs> <laughs> so just has a heart of gold let me um i love the way you said that i do uh i definitely see where you're coming from with that max and i think there's a point to be made there however i would also like to point out the fact that i think that that kind of just leads credence to the fact that the iron giant can be easily persuaded i think that once he's introduced to all of these to all these bands and Wayne is like, oh, oh. But check out what happens when you play it backwards. And it says stuff like, kill Tony the Tiger. Then like, he's going to be into that. Marcus. Yeah. I want you to look me directly in the eye. Okay. I want you to tell me, honestly, do you think that Wayne from Wayne's world would try to convince the Iron Giant to commit murder on a massive scale? No. No, I don't think that. I think I got it. Yeah, because here's the thing, is that the Iron Giant's not going to go rogue. He's got a moral compass, even if he does listen to metal music. Because you know what, Marcus? Metal music doesn't make killers. You know what makes killers? Guns? Video games. Oh. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. That's why True Combo is on hiatus, because I just got the urge to to end the life of my weird (laughs) I was like, you know, this isn't good for me. Oh no. Uh, okay, so we still we still it's still up in the air. Tony the Tiger and Austin Powers or the Iron Giant and Wayne Campbell. What about my airtight plan? What's your airtight plan? He went over the whole thing, you know, Tony's tiger being in the zoo, pooping the thing out, giving the contact. Yeah. Remember? Remember that, Max? Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to try to think of a good bit. Yeah, see, that's the thing, is like I think I think if the Iron Giant can't be radicalized, then they just don't really have a chance. Like, I mean, they have a they have an opportunity there of Wayne sitting on Iron Giant's shoulder and them chasing them through the streets of London. But then as soon as like you know Iron Giant steps on a few cars and somebody's like, "Hey, you, you can't be you can't be running through the streets of London on a on a on a big old robot. Fake it through, bruv." Yeah, exactly. You can't be running through these streets. Wow, that is an offensive accent. I mean, they colonize all the world, so I think that it's okay, right? You can't be offensive too. to the British. What? I mean, I mean, you can. Yeah, but I mean, we have listeners. No, you can be UK. racist to the British, but I don't think you can be offensive to them. Yeah. All right, let's move to something different. <laughs> we need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair sucks. Writer's block sucks. Mild poetry. Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slam Your Ex Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Winky, you got a submission for us? Yes, in fact, I have a submission. Uh, So this week, we are back at it again with Florida Madness. And for all of you who may not know what it is, Florida Madness was originally submitted by Extremely Underscore Dope Underscore, wanted us to do a Florida person March Madness thing, and we have turned it into a Florida person tournament. However, uh, just so that we're not using, like, actual people and making fun of them endlessly we have used a like florida man generator so none of these people are actually real so feel free unguiltily to make fun of these ridiculous things and if they do turn out to be real we're very sorry we're extremely the computer told us you weren't 
the computer told us you weren't real. I'm so sorry. And now we will decide who will go up against the previous Lord of Man by getting other... You guys fucking get it. None of you are stupid. Yeah, another here round. <laughs> yeah, here <laughs> round we go. Four. Okay, round four. So, this one is... Florida man tries to sell three iguanas taped to his bike to passerby as dinner versus Florida man on the lamb but dials 911 is arrested. So the interesting thing about these ones is that they're both very stupid. Can you can you repeat the first one real quick for me, Winky? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Florida man tries to sell three iguanas taped to his bike to passerby as dinner. Not very strong contenders on the surface. Yes. But I think that that's kind of the thing we have to look out for. Like, I think this is kind of like a an underdog scenario with two underdogs put together at the same time. Yeah. And I think that the one that's really selling themselves short is Florida Man on the Lamb, but dials 911 is caught. Yeah. Now, here's what I think about that guy is this guy has to have a juicy booty. Now... Just he does a, have to have one thick dumper. Yes, yeah. and now here's the thing. and I have butt-dialed someone in my life maybe two times. Yeah. You know, with our modern smart devices, it becomes increasingly more and more difficult to accidentally butt-dial someone. So I cannot imagine the amount of bad luck someone would have to have to have butt-dialed someone while they're running from the police and then have it be 911. And I think if that were to happen, they would incur so much good karma from the, from the like shitty they would incur so much good luck from the bad luck they just had. So at this point, they're just a, a crazy unstoppable force of good luck. Okay, I really like this. I feel like this is like a very JoJo's thing. Yeah. Where it's just like luck manipulation where like you take bad luck so that way you can expend good luck. Is that a JoJo's thing? I, I wouldn't know because I've never seen it. I just feel like that's something someone would tell me about it. Okay. That does sound... <laughs> no, that definitely does sound like a JoJo's thing. Right. Um. Okay, I really like that one. Okay, what about the other fucker? Max, where you stand on this? Going from the luck factor, I think that we have to give it to Butt Dialing Man. Although I am interested, are the iguanas alive or dead that he is trying to sell for dinner? They're definitely alive and i think uh. if he were to go up against someone in a fight legally he would have to be able to have control of them in a fight legally yes i think so yes so this man does have three iguanas and his bike <sighs> this is gonna be a tough one because i like, think i think iguanas man is gonna have to take it just because he has more minions now wait a second though he does have a lot of minions but if we're going on the luck-based thing, I think that he's already... Winky, you're the arbiter, so let me propose something for yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, please do. Luck-based boy. If he were to... I think if he were to enter this tournament with reserves of good luck stored up from already being caught yeah. by the cops, I think that that would be signif- like a good starting point for him. Yes. Not just like neutral. You know yes. what I'm saying? So if I think he's gonna have to spend some some good some good luck points here, but I think that he's gonna take it. I mean, iguanas. I don't think so. I think that his good luck point put gives him I don't know two iguanas maybe, and then he's yeah. still got to fight a man and uh, an iguana without any luck. Right? Did like, I wake mean, up in a universe where iguanas were six feet tall <laughs> all of a sudden? No, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like I'm willing to go. Like I'm I'm willing to go either way at this point. And Marcus. At this point of the two underdogs we have, the luck boy is the more underdog underdog. And thus, I want him to win, but I don't know if I can side with that just because, like, I got a boy who's got a bike and three iguanas over here. Like, how would he win? Like, how would his luck get him there? What's the setting? Where are they fighting? Arena style. Are there, like, columns in this arena? Columns? Like pillars. No, it's a big open arena. It's like a coliseum. 
Yeah. Like the Colosseum. Like like the Colosseum. Well, they had like pillars and stuff in the no, Colosseum they didn't. sometimes. Yeah. Not not in the fight part. Not in the part where they fought. Okay, yeah. well, fine. He uses, okay. Sometimes uses, they flooded the Colosseum. Yeah, yeah, for boats and shit. But what I'm saying is he uses one one good luck point and the people who like run the Colosseum, they forget to take one of the pillars in. And they're, Wait, and what do you mean? Starts, there aren't pillars. And, and what the are you yeah, they out. didn't forget to can take I the pillars in. The pillars just didn't exist. No, you can't. No, you can't finish because there's the fucking pillars, Mark. Let me finish just real quick. Okay, I just want to put this out there. Okay, sure. They forget to bring one of the pillars in. Oh my god. That No, I'm not going to let you have And then he punches it. And the good luck comes in. He doesn't break any bones. It falls over, kills all the iguanas, and the guy at the same time steals the bike. Now he has a bike and good luck. Marcus, uh, you're going to have to do much better it. than that. That's not doing it for me <laughs> at all. Get that one. No. Come on, fellas. There's no pillars in the luck- Coliseum in the, party, in, the, in the fighty bit. Okay, okay, okay. Let me think about this. He's got, got, got a phone. Got it, got it, got it, got he's it. got a phone in his pocket, and takes, he's got a juicy dumper. Takes off his shoe, throws it, boomerang style, insta-kill all four, <laughs> gets the bike, rides out of there. Incorrect. No. It's to kill all four. Oh my goodness. No. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, fuck, I gotta think fast. Takes off his underwear. We've already established that he has a big fat dump truck back there. Okay. <laughs> takes yeah. off, his, takes yes. off his underwear. Has the elastic band. Puts his phone that Tim said that he's had before. Yes. He does have his phone. Takes it. Makes a slingshot with the underwear band. Fires the phone. Kills the other Florida man instantly with a blackberry to the forehead, right between the eyes. Takes control of the iguanas and the bike. Hold on a second. The best way to do that would actually be for it to hit right in the middle of his nose with at just the perfect angle and with just the amount of strength to shove his nose bone into the dude's skull. Just saying. Yeah, that he he also does that. Yeah, you said I mean, right in between the eyes, but you wanted a little bit lower than that. Yeah. Not Here's that the I thing. Think about that. I don't think that he could get that shot off with underwear. But he's so and then lucky. He still has to, but he still has to compete with three iguanas, even if he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, Max, how, like, I don't know where you guys are thinking that these iguanas are going to fit in the equation. How strong are these iguanas? They're, iguanas. They're fucking big, dude. They're yeah. fucking impressive as shit. Dude, they're, they're like beefy iguanas. Uh, iguanas he was trying like, to sell them for dinner, dude. Come on. These guys are beefy. Yeah. Okay. So, like, how big are iguanas, though? Like Depends which kind. Yeah. What kind of iguanas does he have, Tim? The good kind? See, you guys are just talking out of your ass. because you don't no, know. no, here's the thing. If it's a marine iguana, it's 2 to 3.3 3 feet. Okay. So we'll say... if it's a Let's, we'll say, let's give it 2.5 feet because a blue yeah. iguana, iguana can get up to 2.5 feet. And okay. a blue iguana can be up to 31 pounds. So yes. that's 7.5 feet, 90 pounds of iguana. Yeah, but they're not strong. To, they're slow. You don't know that. They're dumb. You don't... Hold on a second. Whoa, that's Iguanas can get to go okay. in. That's, that's really mean, Marcus. So iguanas yeah what the hell yeah but i mean we have like, iguana listeners yeah oh my goodness come on man again, that's rude dude. i think but uh, no you guys aren't gonna flip me on this if you guys want to go ahead and, and go into voting phase and steamroll me that's fine i'm just saying there's no fucking way that three iguanas can't like are gonna be able to defeat a dude with a measurable luck marcus i i told you from the get-go i'm so willing to be on your side but you've come up with you the, your arguments are so bad the underwear slingshot. you've done a bad job the underwear arguing. slingshot it's not a good it's not it doesn't take out all four of his opponents he has four opponents and a bike that he, he has to deal have with four opponents okay so he has and his... he's got what one juicy dumper and that's it no okay he has a slingshot you can he can use his phone okay probably has car keys two shoes Wallet. I'd imagine he vapes. Uh, uh, I, 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 I you're throwing in you're you're throwing in some shit that I'm not okay with. Key, car keys 
and vaping i, I i'm gonna know i'm gonna nix those yeah i don't know if he can i don't why know why not car keys because because it's the mm, middle people do people not drive they, they don't they don't they don't anymore it's the middle of a pandemic marcus i can I, do you know where my car keys are no, i fuck. don't yeah i don't i haven't seen my car keys in days i know where my car keys are yeah up your butt i just looked <laughs> i just looked to see if i could find them on my desk and they're not there <laughs> <laughs> i might have to give the iguanas the end, that's <laughs> where we are okay on this one. Iguana's man takes All right, it. Iguanas have taken it. I have a question to ask you guys. That, you would, do. that would be uh-huh. the next thing that we do in this podcast. Gimme, gimme. Okay. Taking it back to a classic. A level 20 wizard in D&D versus the entire Justice League. And there's two stipulations. One, Justice League does not have Superman. Two, the wizard cannot cast a wish. That's it. Justice League wins. I'm... Uh, uh, I need some. I need some research because I need to know now, which here's... version of the Justice League this age is. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like, could you? Could we? Let's pick who is in the Justice League. Yes. Okay. So here's the characters that we're going off of: Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern, Batman, Flash, Hot Girl, Hot Girl, Hawk Girl, with Hot with a T, Hawk, Hawk with a K, Hot with a T. Yep, like Hawk and a Loogie. Okay. Okay, you. That's, I don't like the way that went. Okay, so here is the best bet for the wizard as far as attacking goes at this point. It's going to be to target the squishiest among them and, like, not target the squishiest, but, like, to cast Meteor Swarm on them, which is a big AoE spell, yeah. ninth level spell. If he can't cast Wish, this is a good secondary. Okay. Uh, as far as AOE attacks go, right. This is like there's a lot of enemies. He needs to get a big beefy attack, and all it is is it, it, for those of you who don't know D and D, is it that uh, a bunch of meteors rain from the sky and it hurts a lot, and that's about it. Um, past that, he could use time stop, but during time stop, he can't attack. He could just run, but then the flash would catch him. Uh, he could use power word kill or something like that, but your opponent has to be weakened significantly before you can actually use it on them. I would and that would only take out one person. I do want to, He um... could use chain lightning over and over again, but he's not going to have that many level spells enough and he's going to get killed by how many people there are there. I think that the immediate threat to the wizard is Flash. And so if I were the wizard in this scenario, I would cast Banishment on Flash. Send him to another dimension. Okay. Boom. Done. Take one. But who knows? He might pass his saving throw. Yeah, but yeah, it's Flash. But he might pass. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a wisdom saving throw that you have to overcome, right? The, path, the Flash is so smart, dude. Yeah, but he's not wise. He's so wise. That's totally like he really is very wise. Actually, he yeah. There's That's a lot, of, his, there like, are a lot of experiences between him and his sidekicks of him giving them advice. Yeah, but we're going off to like the the Justice League animated series, and this one he was kind of like a dummy, like a little bit. Like he was he a super was, genius. I think he was snarky. I don't think he was a dummy. Yeah, I don't think he was a dummy. I mean, okay, would you call Peter Parker wise? Yeah, depends. I think that, depends which iteration of him it is. Yeah, fair, if it's like it, like if it's like Peter Parker within like you know the first few years of him having his powers, I don't think he's that wise at all. But that's not what the Flash was in Justice League. He'd have he'd has he had had his powers for a while. He was used to him. He's a part might, of you might have got me. Justice anyway, League. okay, work with me. On the assumption that the wizard can cast banishment on Flash and it succeeds. Sure. What else do they have? They have so then many people. All the Justice League attacks him at once. No, they do. Meteor, like he flies up in the air. No, he can't do that because he already cast banishment. Yeah, he can cast fly now. No, he can only cast one spell each turn. No, I'm thinking this isn't turn based. He still has spell slots, but this isn't turn based. So he casts banishment, cast fly. The only people who can reach him now are Hot Girl. Hawk Girl. That's what I said. Hawk Girl. Hot, yeah. Hot Girl. No. <laughs> and Green Lantern. Martian Manhunter too. Martian Manhunter can fly. And Batman. Batman can't reach him. 
Aquaman. He can reach him. He has uh, throwing weapons. Okay, he just flies up higher. <laughs> like that's... he can't fly that. He can only he can only fly sixty feet per round. Yeah, so he just like how whatever the whatever. I'm not gonna sit down and do the math, the acceleration on that. But like he just keeps flying upwards. Yeah, but like they have reaction time, Marcus. You're saying they're just gonna sit here and wait as he he kills them? No, off? I mean he can dodge out of the way. You know? No, he can't dodge out of the way because he's a wizard. He spent all of his shit in intelligence. Yeah, Marcus, I think you're tr- you're giving the wizard too much power. I th- I think that. Part of the reason I that know. no, I, and see, I did, I disagree with you. Like that's the thing <laughs> is that you you think that oh yeah, the wizard's gonna take it every time just because he's so powerful. He's up against six fucking crazy powerful other wizards. Yep, I definitely see where you guys are coming from. Yeah, but level twenty wizards in D anD D are gods. Like even with wish removed, so is Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. She's a god. Yes, Effectively, yeah, technically, yeah. Does she have like? divinity powers she just has a lasso and she kicks ass right well do wizards have divinity powers marcus yeah no they don't they can literally like reach into like other planes and shit yeah they can but that's not divinity powers yeah they don't get their powers from a god they are a god well they're not a god i mean essentially is what i'm saying oh and see this is the problem marcus with your (laughs) argument is that you're not looking at actual mechanics and you're saying oh essentially a wizard is a god and that's it and you're no, saying, oh, they win, they win because spells. they can. Now, okay, but if you're pulling from spells, you have to abide by... You have to look the... at the limitations. You're, you're saying, oh, yeah, we yeah, can yeah, just yeah. cast any spells. You have to get, yeah. you have to look at their limitations and abide by them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, if he, so long as he has all the components and stuff, he can cast any spell. You're saying... So long as he has okay, I want slots. you to pull up the components for every single one of these things and tell me that this guy can actually do every single one of them. And by that, I mean, I don't want you to do that because that's a ridiculous thing to ask anyone to do. <laughs> it's a ridiculous thing. Yeah, but most of, the, most of these high-level spells, uh, well, the ex- well, you know, not wish, uh, but power word kill, they don't have any components. Yeah, but also power word, like, that would be like... I mean, he's not going up against someone. These people in D&D terms would not be like under 10th level. Yeah. He has to actually do damage to them first before yeah. he can use power or kill and kill them. Right. But he can't do that because he's too busy getting killed in the meantime. I don't think that's the case. Yeah, because he's what? a wizard and he's so frail. I think, I think AC that is so fucking low. Him against this group of people, even if he managed to get a banish off on the Flash, who could probably fucking dodge that shit, his brain so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, Flash, like, that's why I'm saying Wizard should be, should prioritize getting rid of Flash first because Flash is, like, the second most broken character I think I've ever heard about. I think Flash is the most broken character. He's definitely up there in broken characters. Flash can run faster than time. Yeah. Honestly, I might just have to give it to Justice League anyway because, like, even if the Flash does get banished, he could probably just run back. Yeah. And also, banishment doesn't, like last that long it lasts a minute yeah which i think that like whenever you're dealing with like characters who are this strong yeah flat fights are gonna end before a minute yeah but then once the flash gets back like... yeah and here's the thing the flash can the flash can run faster and or backwards and negate that minute uh yeah because yeah. of weird time things whatever man because weird flash time shit man the flash can't be beat ever <laughs> i'm gonna I will, I will, uh, I'll give it to you. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about a being who has all of the powers of all of the spells from D&D, aside from Wish, that's a different story. That shit would get nutty. Oh, yeah. That's like... I think this guy, that guy would stand a chance because that guy actually has like, you know, actual flying capabilities, doesn't have to take a full six seconds to to be able to fly because in those six seconds that this dude is taking a flying, this dude would get murdered. Uh, However, I want you guys, I want you guys to visually 
imagine, like close your eyes and imagine me in an alleyway, like kicking a can with my head down. Cause that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Well, oh, I think you deserve to feel that way. Cause you, that, oh, you fucking no. came out of here real strong with your, the wizard can do it and didn't take any other argument into your brain. Well, I did. And that's why I admitted I was wrong. Okay. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Marcus, we love you. I love you guys too. We love you even yeah. when you're wrong. Yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move on. I have a Reddit question for you guys. That's right. I've got it. Thick one. Okay. Would you rather breathe fire when you have heartburn or teleport every time you hiccup? This question comes to us from user VeloxNeo. Thank you, Velox. Thank you, Um, Velox. Now, where am I teleporting? Is it like a random point in the universe? Let's say you teleport somewhere within 10 feet of you. Like in a in a empty space though, right? Yeah, like you're not going to kill yourself when you hiccup. How much fire am I breathing? Like a burp's worth. Like it wouldn't stick out any further than like two feet. Yeah, let's say that. Oh, I, I want to say that each of these is inconvenient, but not totally life threatening. Also, unless you're like me, you don't have heartburn all the time. Right. Also, if you're like me, you don't hiccup all the time. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I never hiccup. See, it's easier. I, I get both, <laughs> but like, uh, I think in normal amounts, but it's easier for me. You said that these are inconveniences. Could we control them? I if don't we think practiced? so. No, here's the thing. This is, this is, these are things that you can't, you have no control of happening to you. Fuck. Heartburn. Then in that well, case. Heartburn, you can control a little bit sometimes. I carry some antacids with me at all times. Antacids think... don't help heartburn. They make it worse. Really? They are they are palliative. I mean, if you're fighting crime, best. that's what you want. Well, I think <laughs> I think uh, that just goes to show how inexperienced I am with heartburn. So I'll probably take hiccups, just because I very rarely hiccup, and whenever I do, I think that it would the novelty of it would outweigh the inconvenience of it. So just be like, oh guys, I got hiccups. Check this out, and then start you know bouncing around. But what if you got the hiccups yeah. while you were at work and you're trying to help a customer, and all of a sudden you hiccup, and then you're ten feet away, and you're like, oh, don't worry, I. I I'm on my way back, and you hiccup, and you're 10 feet further behind you, and you just keep doing that until you're out of the building. And they're like, well, I don't want to buy anything from this man. He can't even keep himself in the building. I'm never coming back to this establishment. These people teleport. And then you're fired, and now you're homeless because you lost your job. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. First off, it would be a pretty good bit. (laughs) Secondly, uh, the job that I currently have my bosses would be super understanding, and they too would appreciate a good bit. <laughs> I think that if I hiccuped and just continually backed myself out of the store, uh, my current bosses would think that's fucking hilarious. Okay, but you know, it's also because they know that I have a good work ethic too. So yeah. it'd be one thing, you know, if I like make myself get hiccups, so that way I'm you know bouncing around, not doing my job. For me specifically, anytime I hiccup, I might hiccup very occasionally. Uh, like, say, suppose if I uh, drink something way too fast, I'll yeah. hiccup one time, and then that's it. I don't hiccup anymore after that. I get, is it heartburn? Yes, heartburn. Yeah, I get a heartburn somewhat frequently. It's like that, like, painful feeling in your chest, right? Yeah, yeah. like okay. it feels like your heart is burning. Yeah, 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 that yeah. shit. That shit sucks, bro. Yeah. Um, I don't want to breathe fire when that happens to me, because that would suck. However, if I teleport one time, like every blue moon, eh, I'll take it. I think the worst thing that would happen to me personally in my life right now, if I teleported 10 feet every time I had hiccups, is that I'd probably have to move the couch around in the house because uh, at night we lock our door, obviously. And if I'm sitting on the couch and I get hiccups, 
I might accidentally lock myself out. Ooh. That's about, I think that's about as inconvenient as it gets. That's fair. We'll see. The the worst thing for me about the heartburn one is that I often try and go to sleep and have heartburn. And Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to breathe fire, especially with the amount of hair I have on my face. That's fair. I'd take, I'd take teleport hiccuping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking teleporting every time. I think I am too. I think we're all in agreement here. You don't want to breathe fire, Marcus? No. Hmm. Well, I mean, like, I do, but not if I can't, like, control it, you know? That's fair. You know, bonus round. Uh-oh. If you could have one of these powers, but control it, which would it be? Uh, teleport. Indigestion. Uh, I mean, I would teleport. Like, uh, uh, breathe fire, not the power of indigestion. I think... <laughs> you have the power of indigestion. No, I think the power of I would take the... regularly. <laughs> I would take uh, fire breathing because, like, uh, it's a lot easier for me to give myself heartburn than it is to induce hiccups. That's fair. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know, I just eat, like, you know, a really, you know, nice fat ass burrito with some, like, good hot sauce on there. Yeah. 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 No, you just saying that gave me heartburn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would take that as well because, like, I mean, like I said, like, whenever I hiccup, it's, like, so very occasionally. Yeah. Like, it's like a random once in a blue moon thing and it's only one time i don't i haven't hiccuped more than once in a row since i was like 12 holy shit really yeah that's fucking wild dude you're like a superhuman i don't know what to tell maybe you that's you. tim's power that's maybe. tim's power we've figured it out <laughs> would you rather teleport or never hiccup <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather teleport i'll take the hiccups that's our last goof. We just want to say special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and joining us today. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Absolutely. Max. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antler Goth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question, submit questions, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, or you can shoot us an email at versusextremecast at gmail.com. You can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms. Also, hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win our most divisive question, which is Tony the Tiger and Austin Powers versus Wayne Campbell and the Iron Giant. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we love sharing this thing uh, with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Go listen to Slam Your Ex. Uh, Is there anything else that we have? Uh, Stay safe out there. Stay in your house. Wash Wash your hands. hands. Don't go outside. What are you doing? Yeah. And if you're already doing that, hey, love you. Good job, you're doing great. Imagine me kissing you on the forehead, but I'm not gonna do it. Imagine you patting on pat, I'll do pat it. you on the top of the head and, and give you a firm handshake. I'm Mark Striscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Max Nolan Young. Be safe out there. And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.